This is Continuum Drag, a weekly podcast where we watch sci-fi, fantasy, and everything in between. This week, Swamp Thing, Season 3, Episode 39. What is it, Arcane? You know damn well what it is. The story of you and me and that laboratory accident showing up in this TV script. I had nothing to do with that. I don't want the truth revealed any more than you do, because if it is, I'd become a target for every hunter and publicity seeker. I can't allow that. Well, I can afford it even less. If I can find out who killed Todd Michaels, then I'll know who the Ghost Rider is. Welcome to Continuing Drag, the podcast about inside baseball. I'm Luke, here with my co-host Jordan. <laughs> What's real, Jordan? There's, uh, my favorite quote from this was one of the actors, and he said, Snip it, babe! Snip it! And I, that's what I'm going to be using in life now, when I don't like something. Snip it! Snip it, eh? Yeah. That's like that's like my mom. My only bad thing my mom will ever say is she's like, oh, tell them to get stuffed. That's the worst thing she'll ever say. So rude. Yeah, I know. Tell them to get stuffed. I remember she, her uh, once I was like complaining about something when I was a kid. And she's like, oh, just tell them to get stuffed. I'm like, no, it's going to make it worse. You can't tell like a bully to get stuffed. <laughs> well, Jordan, we took the escape pod from Swamp Thing last week. We reached the end of the road here. We've moved forward. We're warped ahead. We're at season three, episode 39. Mm-hmm. That's it. And can you imagine we've missed like 40 episodes of this show? Jordan, we have missed 65 episodes of Swamp Thing. Oh my gosh, that's so many episodes. But I was thinking, this is something we have not done in a long time. I can't even remember the last show we did this with, but we used to occasionally, we take the escape pod, and then when we did, we'd, we'd the episodes we'd miss, we'd kind of go over the titles of the episodes, and you'd try to come up what you <laughs> think the plot to that episode was. Um, and we haven't done that in a while. And obviously, we're not going to do 65 different episodes of Swamp Thing. You're not going to have to come up with that many episodes. But I've, I've cherry-picked a few a few okay. episode names. And if you want to think about them, and then you can kind of come up with what you think okay. that episode should be about. And I actually do have a little summary of what each episode is about if we want to compare. Okay, great. So the first episode is called The Shipment. Ooh, The Shipment. The Shipment uh, is an episode where Teresa finds that Billy has been in the uh, the slave trade, but he unfortunately was killed. And um, the shipment is there's multiple parts, and it's his body parts, and they're gonna ship it back uh, to her as like a, as like a, a a mean thing to do. But Swamp Thing's like, hey, I can put back Billy if I get all the body parts. So he's gonna try to put back Billy together in the swamp as like a new Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing Junior. I mean, that's a pretty good episode. I my only real question is who's Billy. Oh, I keep calling, for the life of me, I keep calling Jim Billy. Uh, a Jim. It's a Jim is what I mean. Well, Jordan, you're honestly pretty close. The, that episode is the one where Jim is sold in slavery. Oh, is it? The shipment it's called. Next episode, Jordan. Walk a mile in my shoots. In my shoots. Oh, I think this is, um, for this one episode, it's Swamp Thing. It's, it's like a, it's a romance episode. And uh, a lady falls in love with Swamp Thing, and he tries to explain to her like what his life is like. And the shoot is uh, that's from uh, the sex scene that they have in the end of the episode. He he makes a line about shoots. Interesting, interesting. I was thinking that maybe it was an episode where Tressa and Swamp Thing are hanging out. She's just talking about how you know worked pretty hard. They're paying her seventy cents on the dollar, and Swamp Thing's like, "Ah, it's not so bad for you." And she's like, "Why don't you live it for a day?" And he like puts on her high heels and goes to work for her for a week. Oh, that's even better. That's even better. My next thing was some sort of pun on on shoots and ladders, but uh... but Jordan, the actual synopsis for the episode is heavily hinted in that title: Arcane and Swamp Thing body swap. 
Oh, that is that's actually a pretty good episode. All right, next episode, Jordan. Are you ready? Listen closely. Mm-hmm. Mist demeanor. Mist. Now is mist M I S T? That is correct. Misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. Maybe it's maybe it's like um, an episode where it's very misty. It's very misty. So Swamp Thing is free to kind of like uh, roam more than normal because he's he's really blocked by the weather. And so he learns a little bit about himself by like spending some time in town. He like peeps in a lot of windows. Yeah, he gets to peep in a lot of windows. He gets to like uh, try life on as uh, as he would have as uh, as Doctor Alec Holland. Hmm. Well, uh, not quite, Jordan. It's uh, it's essentially a crossover episode between Stephen King's The Mist and Swamp Thing. A uh, mist attacks the town, and Arcane and Swamp Thing have to team up. There's a lot of Arcane and him teaming up. Do you think the actor was like, guys, I'll keep doing Arcane, but you got to give me something. I got to be a good guy sometimes. Maybe, maybe. I mean, it's just more fun with the bad guy and good guy team up. Yeah, I guess. All right, next episode, Jordan. Dead and married. <laughs> I think this is another sad Tressa episode where she um, finds, like, a guy and he's perfect in every way. And at the end, we find out that uh, he's actually dead. He's a zombie. Um, you're sort of close. It's about a storm comes in, uncovers a car wreck in the swamp, including a couple of married ghosts who don't realize how many years have passed since they died. Wow, this show really went in different directions in some of those episodes we missed, huh? It is true. It is true. This one is called Mirador's Brain. Mirador's Brain? Oh, uh, um, uh, it's actually just a, a doctor, and his name is uh, Dr. Mir- Mirador's, and it's about um, his brain, and uh, he connects it to the swamp and is able to start controlling all of the animals and swamp thing has to learn how to use his powers versus dr mirror brain as they're both controlling the swamp it's a real chess match not too bad jordan you're actually not entirely on the wrong field in some ways in this episode um arcane takes his former teacher's brain and transforms and and like transfers the information in that brain into his brain so he has you know the the Mm institutional knowledge of his former teacher uh, unfortunately arcane finds out his teacher was also schizophrenic <laughs> that's like the plot to uh, robocop 2 where they have uh the robot who needs to run on a brain and they give it uh they give the brain uh they decide to put in a, a drug like someone who's addicted to drugs so the robot becomes addicted to drugs that seems like the same plot i mean that makes sense why wouldn't you do that yeah, why wouldn't you take a robot and put a, a someone who's addicted to drugs into it? Anyways, Robocop 2 is not very good, is what I'm saying. All right, Jordan, next episode, Future Tense. Future Tense. Um, <laughs> I think this is, <laughs> this is actually a flashback episode. And what it is is I don't know exactly what uh, Swamp Thing's dealing with in the present, but he needs to look back to his past to see the solution for things, and he remembers about the time he was becoming a doctor and he was very stressed about his finals and the tests he were taking and uh, how he was acting. And whatever solution he did is is what he needed to do in his current life to solve the problem. He was It's, it's a flashback episode. It's mostly Dr. Holland studying. It's a boring episode. I'm afraid it's not a flashback episode, Jordan. In this episode, Swamp Thing uses his powers to show a senator the future and the ecological disaster that's coming. And it ends with the, the synopsis ended with, and it doesn't help. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like not an episode of Swamp Thing till the very end. I was like, oh, no, that's an episode of Swamp Thing. And, Jordan, your final possible episode mm-hmm. that we didn't watch. Here's the title. 
Swamp of Dreams. Ooh, Swamp of Dreams. I think this is um, weirdly a bit of a renovation episode, and Swamp Thing is uh, peeping through Tress's window. He sees that she loves these renovation shows, and he's like, maybe I should do a little something to the swamp. So he starts updating it, and he gets a little carried away, and it gets to the point where he gets obsessed. And Arcane has to, like, pull him away and be like, Swamp Thing, you're wasting all your swamp dollars on this swamp. No one cares. And he's like, but look at my swamp bark lounger, you know? And that's that's what the episode is. It's Swamp Thing becoming a little too... um a little too invested in in uh, superficial things like swamp bark loungers. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I had a pitch for it too. Uh, mine was swamp of dreams. Was uh, in the city, a kid who like is a little nerd uh, gets really into the idea of a swamp and like builds one in his backyard. And uh, that just the act of building a swamp teleports a uh, swamp thing to the city, and it's swamp thing in the big city. Oh, that's also pretty good. If you build it, swamp thing will come. Yeah, yeah. That would be a real problem for Swamp Thing if anytime there's a new swamp that develops, not that that's happening in our current uh, environment, but if that, if that happened, he was just like, oh, no, not again. And then he's, he's transported over to a swamp. But the actual plot is Swamp Thing finds some swamp eggs, and he dreams he's a human <laughs> and in love. Oh, all those sentences don't seem to go together, but sure. It's fine. Swamp eggs was in quotes as well, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's probably because he doesn't either. They're just like, the writer was like, there's swamp eggs. They're like, sorry, are they alligator eggs? Are they uh, duck eggs? They're like, they're swamp eggs. <laughs> well, Jordan, that was fun. That was fun imagining what possible episodes we could have watched. Some of those sound fun, though. It sounded like Swamp Thing. I'll say this. You know, obviously, we've take this, we took the escape pod. It's not a good show. It's had some real problems. Some mechanical, some acting, some mostly just badly written scripts but some of those sound like they could have been fun things to watch and maybe there would be a little bit of playfulness you know could be i mean i imagine they're all probably pretty bad but who knows (laughs) they are probably pretty bad i do like though that this episode we're talking about the last episode is two things it's like the title that's a wrap because they clearly knew this was the last episode they're making which is funny that they decided this is the last episode and uh and also that it's like yeah as you said a real inside baseball to filmmaking like weirdly there's a lot of like little weird nods to um, what I'm going to assume is some issues that the writers and, and filmmakers wanted to, to point out for other people they worked with. Well, let's get into it. But I was sitting here watching this and being like, I think this might be driving Jordan insane. But let's find out. Yeah. Here's the IMDb yeah, summary for season three, episode 39. That's a wrap. Arcane's genius is about to be publicly lauded in an autobiographical film. But the actor playing him is found murdered in Arcane's trailer. Who was the murderer? And was Arcane the intended victim? <laughs> I know. There's something weird about that synopsis. I don't know why. I don't know why you even had to add to add the thing about Arcane. It's just like, who's the murderer? That's the main thing. I don't know. But anyways, yes, that's going to be what this uh, this episode's about. We start with <laughs> Swamp Thing. Like a paper in the swamp has just like blown in. Like, I don't know. No, no. Uh, garbage. Yeah. It's Swamp Thing's subscription to the local paper. He goes out like Tony <laughs> Soprano in the morning and picks it up. Like it, it truly is. It's a sw- He steps out in the water. Yeah. He picks it up like he's expecting it. I like he picks it up. I couldn't even read what the title says. I thought it would have something about the movie. I think it is in there. But he's just like, hmm, danger. And I'm like, well, okay. I'll tell you, Jordan. Yeah. If you didn't stop to read the headline, he picks it up. He says, I sense danger here. And the headline reads, Jordan, secret Mickey paradise spec takes Huma as pick home. I was like, that's gibberish. That's just gibberish. That's that's what I thought because I, I quickly scanned it. I should have went back. I quickly scanned it. I was like, I don't see anything but the movie. Because you'd assume that's what 
the newspaper would be saying like like new local independent movies filming near the swamp or something or what something like that and i'm like oh swamp thing senses problems but what was the title again secret mickey paradise spec takes huma as pick home <laughs> that's wonderful yeah i was like i read it i went stopped it to read it and then i played it in swamp things like i sense danger i'm like that's nothing that was like a random word salad <laughs> That's pretty great. But he does. The point point is he, he senses danger. We cut to, and here was what's weird. It's, we're going to find, so it's an actress. She's like, of course she's annoying. She's kind of dumb. Um, and she's reading a script. And what we see is it's an autobiographical movie based on Arcane. They're doing a biopic on Arcane. Who would watch this? Yes, Jordan. It is a TV movie called The Latent Green. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's it's arcane Anton Arcane's story and they're and they're making it and he I do like though that he must have some sort of like like uh, EP credit or something he's on the movie but he has nothing to do with it but he's there to lend some sort of authenticity to it and that was very amusing to me that he would just be wandering around set giving notes that no one wants and thinking his opinion matters when he's just there to be uh it's literally just his face so they can say later on yeah yeah he was there. Yeah, he's a consultant. He's a consultant. It's like, honestly, here's the thing. No one wants to hear from you, consultant. Shut up. Much of this episode is just a very broad parody of, like, a, a filmmaking. That's most of what it is. And I'm not going to go through every single scene because there's just a lot of just, yeah. like, fluff and, like, gags about, like, all stuff you've seen before. But, like, there's yeah. a director who's complaining because he doesn't have enough dolly le- dolly rail and he has to shoot 10 pages in a day. And... Spoiler alert, director, you're never going to shoot 10 pages in a day. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I love that when he's like, yeah, there's not enough dolly track. I need to shoot 10 pages. I was like, unless you're shooting a soap opera, I think they maybe shoot 10 10 pages a day because it's literally people just staring at each other while having a glass of wine. Like, you're not shooting 10 pages, my friend. You might shoot three. And there's a producer who's a real, like, sleazeball. His name, he's the one named Mickey Paradise and, like, course he's he's cheating on his wife with all the young actresses he's a real Mm -hmm. scumbag like it's just the real broad strokes parody of a producer yeah there's an actress who uh she's she's trying to make something out of this role because she's usually does schlock for mickey and she's she's tired of doing uh horror films and nudie films for him so she's like i'm hoping this role of titania arcane's dead wife will get me out of it so i got a weird question for you well i don't know how weird it is but so obviously the people they're they're making fun of their own film industry and there's some truth probably to this i guess i the point is wouldn't they have want have a little bit more authenticity like was it are, are they making that joke because it's the easy joke to make or is it because they actually they're doing an actual reflection of things because there again there is some truth to this but it's just like i can't tell if they were being lazy or if they were making a comment I don't think they're really making a comment. I think they're just having a little bit of fun. It's their very final episode. So they, I think they just thought like, oh, let's do a funny thing where it's like they're making a movie and we like do all the jokes about movie making. As I was watching it too, I was watching it. You know, it's it's all the general stereotypes you expect to see. But as I was watching, I'm just like, Jordan, how, how many writers do you know of that like hang out on set with the crew? Like I was just like, how much do the writers even know about what people like? It just feels like I'm like, maybe the problem is writers don't really know what a lot of these roles are so they're kind of yeah. just like they themselves are just pulling from stereotypes they've seen in other tv shows i think that's probably what it is it's just like yeah you know the the skeezy producer and the and the gaffer who doesn't know what he's doing it's just like okay sure 
Yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of what's going on. We, we meet the actor who's going to play Arcane, and, like, he's a real troublemaker. He, he hates the script. He won't wear the long, flowing mane wig to be Arcane. He's just difficult all around. Yeah, and he's, like, doing, like, a, I don't know what it is, like, a New Jersey accent, and it's terrible, but it's just basically, like, he's, like, uh, he, it's, the joke is he wants to do different things with the Arcane character, and Arcane's there and doesn't like it, so he's, like, he's, like, he wants to do a German accent, you're right, he wants short hair, he doesn't want to be wearing a shirt, all these sorts of things, and Arcane's getting more and more irritated, and I think there was actually something they could have played with a little bit about, you know, having oneself reflected back at you, but maybe not the greatest image there was something there maybe to play with his character i don't know if that's your great idea for the last episode of the show but there was something if it was like an arcane episode there's i think something you could have had some fun with i mean it also is undercut because like the idea of this actor playing arcane is one thing and maybe this actor doesn't want to play him in the exact same way but the actor's also his character trait is he's just a dumb guy so it's not even like he's like making choices just like the the script is hard i can't say these lines the i don't want to wear a shirt i'm like Oh, cool. What an interesting character. (laughs) Yeah, but it doesn't matter because this guy's going to get killed really quickly right off the bat. Basically, he's like, I don't want to say this line or whatever. And Arcane's like, for whatever reasons, like, I'm going to go talk to the guy, which is like, No, no, the producer makes him do it. He's just like, "Uh, he won't read his lines. Maybe if the real Arcane tells him about it, like, he's like hoping that Arcane can sweet talk him into it. But you're right. that, That leads Arcane to go oh there's this also weird beat where arcane's like well where can i find him and he's like oh yeah the actor didn't like his trailer so we've given him your trailer and arcane's like you gave him my trailer i know i was like okay it doesn't make any sense but anyway why does arcane need a trailer yeah so he goes he goes to the trailer and he and he, when he opens the door the guy is like dead right there at the stairs and there's smoke for some reason yeah just pouring out my favorite part of this is he opens the door guy's dead smoke's pouring out and then, as if she's standing waiting for this to happen, a woman just, like, steps in within 10 seconds of, like, this body falling out, reaches over, checks his pulse, and shrugs. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I guess he is dead. You mentioned earlier that nobody seems to react to anything on this show. And I really noticed in this episode, I'm like, no one does react to anything in the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. No one sort of – and this, this is a weird episode because it's it's more heightened than the other episodes where everyone – you said before is – they're a caricature, but they still don't, you're right, they still don't really react. It's 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 a weird, weird world where no one really looks or acts like humans. Yeah, and I'm not going to dwell on all these scenes, but over the course of this episode, um, there will be kind of interstitials cut in, which are just like the actors being interviewed by a lieutenant about the murder of this actor. And they're very strange because they're just, you never see this, ac- this lieutenant, it's all voiceover, and the actors just sit in a chair in front of a black mm. backdrop as if they're, like, doing a documentary interview. But that's not what's happening. Apparently, they're being interviewed by a detective about the murder, and nothing comes out of them. Like, nothing really comes out of any of these scenes, but the, what we learn is, is that it's revealed the actor was killed because he was gassed, strangled, poisoned, stabbed, shot, and mutilated. it's 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 a bit much but um on on the note you mentioned about like the sort of the structure of this episode again weird to do for last episode but i think they could have leaned in this as like a special episode where they're like you know these characters you know this world we're gonna have a little fun with it and we're gonna do a weird episode where there's like a documentary or something you know the characters are talked to multiple multiple episodes of multiple shows have done this to varying degrees of success they're always kind of a fun episode and it's like they kind of wanted to do it, but they also kind of didn't. 
And I was like, oh, it's kind of a bummer. It would have been funny if they had told that they'd use these as a way to tell the story. But you're right. You don't learn anything about it other than how the horrible way this guy died. They, they do a series of interviews with people, but we're supposed to, I guess, learn about their character, but we already really did because they're two dimensional. So it's like the dumb actress who uh, is kind of superficial and doesn't care about this movie. We find out in her interview that that's still the case. It's like interviews like that. You're like, okay, well, I'm glad you did this these interviews they don't mean anything there's also a weird thing that goes away very quickly but off the top you know we see the murder we get the we get a weird interstitial where someone's being interviewed by the police that's very like out of character for the show so it's already a little structurally odd and then they start like messing up the chronology because the next scenes are flashbacks to like that's right arcane interacting with this actor on set and like arcane like is arguing with him about the wig and then like a light falls down from the ceiling and he almost gets hit and there's like a flashback to arcane the actor and the actress are in a love triangle together and there's this moment where i'm just like oh is this like non-linear this episode but like by the end of the first act like the rest of the story plays out after the murder so but for the first like five minutes it's both has these weird interviews that are like out of the, you, they're like taking place in a black void where they don't fit into the structure of the show. And then it's jumping around in time. And I'm just like, is this going to be a very structurally weird show? But they give up on that in the first like five to six minutes. Yeah. It's, it's as if the murder happened at the wrong time for them. They're like, oh, you have to have the murder off the bat, but they didn't want it there. So they were like, okay, the murder happened. Let's go back to the past. And then you think, oh, okay. So they're going to explain everything up to this point to explain the murder but I, you're right as you said they're after a few minutes they're like anyways we're not doing that anymore we just there was a bunch of information we needed you to have you're like and what is that information um arcane doesn't really like what's happening on set and it's it's kind of a somewhat dysfunctional set i'm like okay but we didn't need any of that we already got that from the open <laughs> yeah it's just anyways it, it's a very very weird episode you're right and there's a lot of elements that are happening and this episode is so close to being kind of interesting but for whatever reason it just sort of falls flat because everything just comes across as lame like the skeezy producer it's like to what effect nothing what, his wife's like his wife's parody, like you're, yeah you're like you're cheating on me and you're like okay does does it mean anything no does the actress mean anything no like even arcane and his dealing with the actor doesn't mean anything it's like no because it takes a while to get to the point of the episode which is i guess arcane trying to figure out if he was if they were trying to kill him is basically what he's trying to figure out. It takes a long time to get to that even because what happens, yeah. the, the episode does finally settle into a straightforward chronology at some point. And when it does, what's happening is a mysterious rewrites to the script have started showing up after the murder. And yeah. the producers loves these rewrites because the movie <laughs> with the rewrites has become about arcane creating mutants turning a rival scientist into a swamp thing and like they're so excited about it at some point the director's even like this could be a pilot i know it's so dumb but there is something funny about that arcane has i guess sold his idea or his you know his story idea and someone has written a script but it's a very like flattering portrayal of him right it's he's this genius he does all stuff and and again there's somewhere to play with like his own conceited version of himself how great it is and when these script revisions come in, it's the true story. And he's angry uh, both because of everything that's going to be revealed and also because it's now an unflattering version of himself, right? It's He's a guy who, who works in caves and creates monsters, which is the reality, but it's not how he wants to be portrayed. And then more, moreover, it's going to reveal stuff, you know, his nefarious intentions and all these things he's done and, and also Swamp Thing and all that. But it just is 
it just they don't lean into anything enough so you just get hints of stuff and you're like okay i guess it's it's more about who is this new cloaked figure because now there's there's more mystery in this episode yeah and you know obviously arcane does not like the rewrites that are coming in he does not want to make this version of the movie as you said and this is it this is it it's sort of like the broad parody strokes and like as you said like the producer's a philanderer and then like suddenly his wife has flown out from hollywood to the swamps to see her husband and it, like you're like what is this like is this a plot and you quickly come to realize it's like oh they needed to bring the wife in there so that arcane could use this as a way to be like if you use these script pages i'll tell your wife you're cheating on her mm-hmm. except that then the producer's just like what about this you don't tell my wife i still use these pages but since the actor's dead anyway you can star in the movie and like arcane's like hmm interesting offer let me consider yeah and i was like uh, i know it was a weird choice because like is that even for this like independent movie would it make sense for a tv movie to have the actual person playing it doesn't really make sense i don't know how that was a good idea but it's just to keep things going yeah and then arcane he's still a little upset with these rewrites he's worried so he goes into the swamp to ask swamp thing if he's this mystery screenwriter and i really wanted to see it be swamp thing he's like typing on a typewriter typing up new pages but it's not it's not swamp thing did you like that the uh the revisions uh i laughed when they came in as pink um because i was like wait guys they're blue first um but then uh, every time the revisions come in they keep being on pink i was like guys no one's gonna understand what these revisions are this that it's blue pink yellow green come on guys dude i just love there was entire retro script every day like it's one thing to be like a new script comes in they're all excited about it but you'd be so mad if you now had rewrites every single day like you'd be like oh we can't do this yeah <laughs> it is it is funny but but everyone but everyone the, the point is that everyone loves the rewrites yes and swamp thing has nothing to do with it arcane talks to him swamp thing's just like hey listen man i don't like you you don't like me but i don't want anybody knowing about my existence either like i'm not into that either so let's team up it's time mm-hmm. for a team up again we haven't done it in a couple episodes me and you got to team up and let's figure out what's going on here swamp thing's like listen man let's talk about this <laughs> didn't you say a light almost fell on you and wasn't the dead actor found in your trailer? It's like, Arcane, what if someone's trying to kill you? And Arcane's like, holy shit, Swamp Thing. I never thought about that. It might be me. Maybe they're trying to kill me. And they're like, Swamp Thing's like, you got to think about these things. I, by the way, this is a way more entertaining scene that you're saying than the one we actually see. Yeah. And so Swamp Thing that night, he's like, I'm going to go check out what's going on in set. At, up till this point, we are now more than halfway through this episode. And... Swamp Thing's like, I'm going to go to set. I love it. Cut to Teresa's being interviewed by the cops. And I was just like, on the black screen, I'm just like, is she in this episode? And then suddenly he's like, yeah, she's there. She's on set with Swamp Thing. They're looking around for clues. And Swamp Thing's just like, or I think she's just like, why did we have to come to set? And Swamp Thing's like, oh, you know, I just got to, you know, sense the area. And she's like, what does that mean? He's like, I don't know how to explain it any better than that. I just got to sense it. I love that. So, yes, Teresa shows up. I was like, why is she being interviewed? Because she's near the set, but she's getting interviewed. And basically, they're like, well, you hated Arcane. And she's like, yeah, I do. So, and then and then she's like, I'll be able to, don't worry, I can take you on this set late at night. So she just takes Swamp Thing to set. And they just walk around. I love it. I think this is one of the first times he's ever left the swamp or the general swamp area. And he's just like, he's just walking around a building. And I, but it's great what you said. He's it is true she's like well why do you need to be here something he's like i just sense things she's like what do you mean he's like i can't explain it there's no time i just sense okay <laughs> and then but what happens is 
they're 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 looking through through set they i think uh pages get dropped right in front of her yeah yeah the mystery screenwriter just drops the new revisions yeah. down so the, so bench. Your, your theory of it being swamp thing is unfortunately not true the guys uh, we should say he's wearing like like um trench like, coat a, a, yeah like he's Big boris hat. from from rocky and bullwinkle or something and uh he's like ah and he starts running away and tressa's like there's the guy he shoots pulls out a gun shoots tressa but swamp thing stands in the way and it hits him and then he does nothing else the guy just is is maybe five feet away he runs away and swamp thing's like she's like are you okay and he's like yeah anyways that was something wasn't it and then they like stare at each other and i was like swamp thing he's right there like go get him <laughs> Did you sense anything, Swamp Thing? No. Let's go back <laughs> yeah, to the swamp. Yeah. Did no? We we well, at least we got to the set. So what did you what did you find? Oh, nothing. So you mean the scene was just here to be, to just be a placeholder? That's correct. Anyways, back to the swamp. <laughs> yeah. Next day rolls around. Arcane has a plan. Unlike Swamp Thing, he's not just going to stand around sensing things. He's got a plan. Since he's the new lead actor, he tells the producer, he's like, I just want to write a very small scene, a very small scene. And the writer's like, and the producer's like, sure, whatever. I don't care. And there's like a weird yeah. scene where the director starts fighting. And he's like, it won't fit the cohesion of the script of this movie. And the producer's like, who cares? Do you want money or not? And the writer's like, and the director's like, yeah, I love money. Okay, let's do it. And I was like, what is this scene? I know. It's, again, it feels like they're making a comment, but I don't exactly know what the comment is other than like, the, the, the movie business is bad, am I right? I'm like, but you guys are working in it. I don't get it. Anyway, Arcane's plan is very funny. He's, he's like, we have a great tradition in the English theater. I'm going to pull a Hamlet on the real killer. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So he, explain exactly what his, his, his plan is. So he, he wants, he has, by the way, we kept forgetting to mention his henchman Graham, who's been in like multiple episodes. I didn't realize till this point that it was the same dude over and over and i looked at the thing and i was like oh this guy's in like dozens of episodes so it's his like right hand man graham who i think they maybe gave more screen time as the show went on he's always kind of with arcane yeah yeah what he's doing arcane here is he's got his henchman graham he's like graham you stand by the lights what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna say some things and what that's gonna do is it's gonna cause the killer to flee and when i say the word flip the lights on and we'll know who the real killer is because he'll be the person who left the set yeah and i don't know if that exactly works because basically he's like i'm gonna say something so shocking so you assume it's gonna be like i know who the killer is and then well that is yeah. what he says it turns out because he goes yeah. out to set to shoot it he stands on an apple box and instead of reading the lines he wrote like to everyone's surprise he's just like I, Dr. Arcane, didn't like that actor who got killed, but I know who really killed him. And Arcane, what he's doing here is kind of like, you know, it's not, he doesn't know. He's trying to basically, he's bluffing. He's really bluffing here. And he says, hit the lights, henchman. And the henchman accidentally blacks out the set. And then while he's done that, you hear guns cocking and, and Arcane shouting, lights, turn on the lights, henchman. Mm. And when the lights come on, Literally every person in the cast and crew of the movie is pointing a gun at Arcane. Okay, and we'll explain this in a second. But why would all of them have brought loaded weapons to set? They Every single one of them has a gun. Jordan, it's because this is funny? <laughs> I think that's what it's supposed to be. So what, we, what we're going to find out and right now is that Arcane's like, What? 
I, I did this to find out who the murderer is. And, the, and then basically, not in unison, but it might as well be, the crew's like, yeah, it's all of us. All of us hated him, and all of us wanted to kill him. So thus, we all have guns on us, and we don't want you to give away our secret. Yeah, it's really weird. The entire cast and crew murdered the man because I guess they are like the characters from Todd Browning's Freaks and they punish their own. It's it's such an odd idea. The idea that you kind of set up a murder mystery and the murderer is every character. You're like, oh, that's not clever at all. At any rate, Swamp Thing steps in to save Arcane and he does so by taking a high voltage cable, shoving it into some swamp water, and electrocuting everybody. Yeah, shouldn't he have done what he did to those poisoned frogs in a previous episode? Just stuck his finger in the ground and just like, and just uh, like he did everyone to death. He he just likes to shake it up. He wanted to electrocute uh, a large group of people this time. But wasn't it wasn't it such a sad thing? Because Swamp Thing has all these powers, and how he did it was just like it could have been anyone. It didn't have to be Swamp Thing. He just someone stuck a, like a electrical live wire into apparently super wet ground that they're all standing in, and I don't think that's how they'd all be electrocuted. But anyways, I was like, ugh, you have him powers. You couldn't have thought of anything swamp related. <laughs> Not for the final episode, that's for sure. Not for the final episode. But we we'll go to commercial. Come back. Somehow, no one has died. Yeah, they were all knocked down, and they're now being weirdly taken away by police in like a daisy chain. Yeah, it's a group arrest. Every single person involved in this production is now being arrested for the murder. And Arcane's just like, well, I, I guess that's it. We we solved the murder of this thing. And like the show's wrapping up and then Arcane's just like, you know what? We still don't know who that mysterious screenwriter was. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then we cut to someone burning pages in the swamp. And we see it was Graham, his henchman. And he's like... I just wanted people to really know how great you were, Arcane, and tell your real story. And I was like, is the true love story of this show between Graham and Arcane? <laughs> yeah, apparently. It's it's like he's burning the pages because he, he thinks what Arcane does is so cool, and he just thought he wanted the world to see it. But Arcane's mad. Arcane's just like, if I ever find out who did it, I'm going to kill him. So he's, he's burning all the evidence. And the camera looks over, and of course, who's standing there in the swamp watching passively? Why, it's Swamp Thing. <laughs> Yeah, and then Swamp Thing has, like, a voiceover, and he's like, anyways, I'm Swamp Thing, I'll always be watching, and maybe one day uh, I'll be able to become human again. And I was like, whoa, 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 Swamp Thing, is that what you wanted? You've given no indication of that at all. You've given an indication that you'd like to be left alone. You've never once mentioned you wanted to be human. Um, and then, am I wrong? Does he look at the camera and give a thumbs up? <laughs> he doesn't give a thumbs up. He th This happens in small like he's walking away to his back, you're hearing this thing about how one day he'll become human. But he does turn look down the camera and then give it a little wave and then it freeze frames i couldn't tell because the the video quality but in my in my what i thought it was he just gives us a thumbs up but he's basically just like see you later folks <laughs> thanks for coming by the swamp <laughs> and that's it that's the end of the show jordan obviously we're, we're wrapping up now this is pretty much over i did want to go back you mentioned it here there's this henchman graham and we <laughs> have not talked about him at all we have seen him in previous episodes that we've never yeah. brought him up. He's always just kind of in the background. He's always helping out. He really is heavily featured in this episode. And I had noticed him before because he's very specific. He actually is like, he's a, he's a bald man. He's always in the background. He kind of has a little bit of a Hunter S. Thompson look to him. Oh, yeah. Okay. But like, I think if you were to describe how he looks, that's a good look that way of describing it. But it was this episode that I really pinpointed what the thing about this actor was. 
this actor in all these episodes is doing a Jack Nicholson impression. <laughs> is he really? I'd have to rewatch to, to, to see if you're correct or not. If you go back and look, it is a like very broad Saturday Night Live style Jack Nicholson impression. It's all the same cadence. It's all how he pronounces everything. And I'm just like, oh, this guy is just having a blast. Anytime he talks, he's just like, I'm just going to do my Jack Nicholson. It's very weird. But it is it is odd that he has been kind of in the background. And we we're always just like, oh, yeah, there's that guy. And then by this episode, I was like, wait, he's been in pretty much all the episodes. Yeah, and I had noticed him because he, he's doing something very specific. And it was only in this episode when I finally figured out what it was. There was this Jack Nicholson impression. And I was, like, blown away by this man. I'm just like, genius. This man's a genius. <laughs> so so that's it. That's it for Swamp Thing. Yeah, Jordan. Well, let's, let's write it. Let's write the final episode. That's a wrap. I don't know. I feel really weird about this. I think we mentioned in the previous podcast that I had thought the show has gotten better as a TV show. And I still feel that way. Like, it actually resembles something you'd see on TV. But it's not good and whereas previously it was really bad but also like insane and it sort of lost that insanity there's a little bit here it's just like this was like broad and kind of trying to be funny and i don't know if it plays to the show's strengths which i don't know what they are but i just thought this episode was just like eh. and it was such a kind of bummer for the last episode that it was so just like fine i'm gonna give it uh i don't know i'll give it a 3.5 3.5 wow yeah, it's a weird episode. I will say there's a little bit of that derangement back, but it is largely related to such an odd thing that's happening here in that the writers clearly know it's the last episode. The title, That's a Wrap, mm-hmm. clearly is indicating, like, we know it's going to be the final one. Let's ha- And they're just like, let's have some fun. Let's do this broad parody of the work we ourselves do. It's such a weird move. The parody is not very good structurally like as i said the first 10 minutes are like Mm -hmm. five to six minutes are bafflingly constructed and then like the final reveal of just like who did the murder is so looney tunes that it's just like what is happening now um that i just don't know how to feel about it either like it's not good but at least is a little bit demented like it used to be i know (laughs) 2.5 what's our final rating for this show Let's punch it in. Let's see what how uh, Swamp Thing reaches the end. What 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 we feel about it as the final writing. All right, Jordan. The computer drag computer spitting out the numbers here. I got the ticker tape flying out at me. <laughs> it is three point three six. Ooh. And now this has got to be one of our lowest rated, right? I mean, I feel like I say that so many times when we've taken the escape pod, but this one's really low. I don't, I can't remember many threes before. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say at this point what the lowest ratings are. I mean, this is, a, this is probably a low rating. I actually think it's higher than I would have expected. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you were thinking back to some of the really bad shows, like, let's say, uh, uh, what's her, what's her drinking tea with Mrs. Mrs. Noah up in space? What was that show? Oh, yeah, Mrs. Noah. Come home, Mrs. Noah. That's right. Um, like, w- w- what's worse, this or that show? I think this is worse because, I mean, Mrs. Noah wasn't good, but at least they, like, had fun special effects gags. Like, this show mm. doesn't, like, out in the first episode where they turned a man into a tree, like, they barely want to even show the Swamp Thing suit. He doesn't, like, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. It is a bummer that, like, even in this last episode where they want to clearly have a little bit of fun, they don't want to have fun with Swamp Thing. But it's like, but the show's called Swamp Thing. It's not called Arcane. If and it's just, I don't know. It's the whole thing was kind of like, 
we said it from the beginning that I kind of thought, and I think you did as well, that it was going to be more of a sort of like uh, Incredible Hulk type show where, you know, there was going to be new characters every week and he was going to solve some problem and maybe he's not traveling. They're going to come in and out of the swamp. But what it really became was something really insane. And then somewhere along the line, along the way, they were like, let's retool this thing over and over to get a more cohesive show, but a more boring one somehow. So it's just like the whole thing was kind of like, eh, this is at best very forgettable. And I think it's not even funny enough to sort of uh, be worth a peek, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Obviously, we didn't see really the second half of the first season, and that's when they retooled the first time. But, you know, we've seen season two, how they retooled, and it's, yeah... I wouldn't call it cohesive. I would say it's, it's maybe structurally more better. Coherent. It's maybe just more mm. coherent. But it was better in that in those first six episodes, I had more fun, if only just due to the derangement of it all. Yeah, I, I would agree. There, there's certain things like we've said before. I was really glad when Jim left, and I don't remember his name now. But there was something so funny about just a kid who'd keep walking up to Swamp Thing and Swamp Thing saying like, can you just leave me alone, kid? And then the kid goes back off into some insane adventure that makes no sense. There was something very fun about that and how dumb it was. And yeah, this this show is just not good at all. Yeah, I mean, I would never recommend this to anyone, though if I was like pushed to it, I do vaguely think that first episode is kind <laughs> of interesting in that it just like, it is, of all of them, it is the one that is the most insane. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if you have to watch it, just watch the pilot and then uh, and then walk away. You you still won't understand anything what the series is or how it works. Uh, I mean, which is fine. It's better to just leave it at that one. Like, it's like a fever dream you had. Yeah. And and uh, uh, how did you feel about how they ended it? Do you think, do you think it was a fitting ending? <laughs> I think that's a wrap, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was clearly, I don't know if you noticed this, Jordan. I mean, you probably didn't. But uh, yeah, I just felt like it was the writers. They were just like, like, let's have some fun. Let's wrap it up. We'll have some fun. Because even that when they show you a close-up of the screenplay with the name of the Dr. Arcane TV movie, it's written by two people. And those two people share the same last name as two of the writers on the show and one of the, sh- and the showrunner. Yeah. Uh, but it's a different first name. But I have a feeling the first name, and I, I was able to confirm one of them anyway, not the second one. But I think the first names are like the son and the daughter of the writers. Right. Um, like they were just like, oh, this will be fun. We'll put it like that. That's what the feeling I had. It was like, let's just have a goof today in the writer's room. It's the last episode. We'll just have some fun. And, yeah. you know, I, I don't hold that against them. Like, sure, why not? Go for it. It's Swamp Thing. Who gives a shit? Um, but, you know, <laughs> it doesn't make for the best episode of TV. Yeah, agreed. All right, Jordan, that that wraps up the coverage of Swamp Thing. But of course, there's always bonus episodes for charity. If if you were listening to those summaries of episodes we were talking about at the start, obviously you can't ask us to watch one of the ones that Jordan made up because those don't exist. <laughs> but maybe one of the real synapses tickled your fancy and you're just like, tell me more about these swamp eggs. And what about <laughs> yeah, swamp eggs? Or what about the one where Jim is sold into white slavery? <laughs> yeah, maybe you're curious how that came about. There's a way you can do that. There's bonus episodes for charity uh, on our website continuedrag.podbean.com we've got all the details there it's right in the banner but we've got a list of charities as picked by past guests you do a donation to one of those charities 
You let us know. You tell us which episode of any series we've uh, taken the escape pod from. We've done a best of run, so we haven't watched all the episodes. Any series where we've like kind of left some uh, left some some uh, pieces on the field. We never finished it off. You can you can say, hey, go back and watch that to- time cop episode we missed, where uh, I think he goes down in the ocean in a submarine. I don't know. You can ask for one of those, and we'll go back. We'll do a little bonus episode for you for a little donation to charity. It's it's a win win for everyone except for maybe us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the 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 unfortunate people who have to rewatch these shows. Uh, and other than that, you can go to our social media. We're going to have somehow seven different clips from a single twenty-two minute episode of Swamp Thing. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I the only thing I could think is Swamp Thing waving and or giving a thumbs up to the audience. That's one. That's one. I think an entire cast and crew pulling a guns on Arcane out of who knows where. Just thousands of guns pointed at him. Yeah. And unfortunately, this episode, Swamp Thing doesn't really peep on any ladies. So you don't have any of those. No, no. I, we, they don't show it anyway. He's definitely peeping on somebody, <laughs> but they're not showing it. Yeah. Just him reading the paper. It would be great if he was doing the rewrites. That'd be a great video clip. That would be good. I really wanted that. Actually, I will have him picking up his morning paper. That's a good one. <laughs> And and you get all those on social media. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. The uh, handle there is at Continuum Drag. There, it's out there. You can watch all kinds of clips from this show. It'll be a great time. But other than that, we want to thank you for joining us as we finished off Swamp Thing. And Jordan, I will see you next week. See you on the next one. Continuum Drag is recorded in Toronto, Ontario, and Seoul, South Korea. Theme music by James Rick Seedler. Produced by Jordan Delic and Luke Black. Special thanks to Aaron Younes.